As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. the beach the only place to read your emails and tweets it's thursday october 8th thanks for joining us here on the no dunks podcast i'm je skeets and alongside me as always it's tass mellis hey guys hey tassie we got the bearded one trey kirby hey yo hey yo the international man of mystery taking it to the max lee ellis friends mm. and last but not least making the magic happen is jd Hello. There he is, and here we are. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in their questions over the past week or so. Keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. Email us, nodunks at theathletic.com, or tweet them in at nodunksinktask. Let's just jump right into it, man. Let's do it. Hey, NDC, longtime fan and listener here. So much so that I recently found myself going down a rabbit hole of Weekend Whoopsie's YouTube clips from the starters days. In these clips, you guys highlight one of my favorite signature moves a few times. The Rodney Stuckey overhead pass fake. Whoa, the pumper. Uh, gets the defender every time. Sorry, Dougie McBuckets. Anyways, this got me thinking. What are some of your favorite signature moves from lesser known players? Thanks. Your Beantown boy, Max. <laughs> hmm. I actually thought this was a tough question because you immediately think of superstars when you think of signature move so it is tough to think up a lesser known player like a rodney stuckey there's a name i haven't heard in a while if anybody gets as deep as a rodney stuckey overhead (laughs) pass fake i'll be impressed well (laughs) i I went deep i think uh definitely not a superstar but it was his signature move piston center best known as a piston center rick mahorn and the signature move of Pulling the chair. <laughs> love this wow. move. I love to see it any time in a game. I love when somebody busts it out in a pickup game, too. If you don't know what I'm talking about, pulling the chair, it's like uh, basically the defensive move involves, you know, putting significant force on the offensive player's caboose or back as they're trying to establish establish post position. And then as the offensive pl- player backs up, you know, you counter that force, you just sort of move out of the way. 
you allow Jimmy that Butler's resistance. Butler's done guy. it a couple times to he LeBron. Has this indeed. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, yeah, a couple travels there from LeBron. Yeah, so you either slip to the slide, slip to the side, or you back up, and uh, that sends, like you said there, Tess, it sends the player. You know, stumbling and bumbling and fumbling, a little travel, a turnover, sort of even a weird shot at times. So Rick Mahorn was the wow, master of this Rick move. Mahorn. <laughs> I watched, guys, a clip last night on YouTube that shows Rick Mahorn doing this three times in one game to <laughs> Hall of Fame Nick Center Patrick Ewing. It's a great clip to watch. It's really, really fun. Sounds good. And then it got me going down like other Rick Mahorn pulling out the chair moves. He did one to Luke Longley where he stumbles <laughs> hilariously. And then it even took me to a video where Chauncey Billups does it in a game to somebody. Rick Mahorn is on the call and they cut to Rick Mahorn as like, hey, that's his move. And he's like <laughs> chuckling on the call on the broadcast. So Rick Mahorn... Pulling out the chair. I think that's hmm. pretty good. I went pretty deep there, I think. <laughs> that's for a deep. Move. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is deep. I, I, I didn't go that deep uh, because my guy, he's technically not a star because he's never been an all-star, but he's got incredible sort of signature moves. It's Jamal Crawford's kind yeah. of like fast break, shuffle behind the back, just fool his defender, basically, uh, and, and do that. But it, he doesn't... It, like, he has so many of those little trick moves, those sleight-of-hand moves, that it, it's hard to sort of pin one exactly on him. But uh, basically just all those little handle moves that he's got to, to get his shot going because he's, he's just one of the most fun guys to watch. So that's that's where I went. Not quite anywhere near as deep as Rick. Mine's a little more shallow in the water. But uh, <laughs> s- signature moves, I'll say, plural for Jamal sure. Crawford. Trey, what's your, uh, your tricky Ricky here? <laughs> Well, it's a move that I can't believe actually works to this very day, but Jonas Valanciunas' pump fake is hilarious to me because he's not a great outside shooter in the first place. It's so slow, and you never think he's actually going to shoot it when he's going up. It looks like he's just uh, convulsing his body, but I guess he shoots well enough that somebody would jump at it, and suddenly Valanciunas is rumbling down the lane. It's very similar to Joel Embiid's pump fake, which also doesn't look like a shot at all, but somehow people still fall for it. If you're a big guy and your pump fake is slow enough, it can be really effective. Trey Kirby, you do this sometimes at pickup runs. You got like sort of that slow little fake from outside shot and then you put it on the ground. That You got a little JV or Embiid in you. Oh, thank you very much. I'd much <laughs> rather have a little Embiid in me than some Valanchunas, mm. but it's more likely I'm taking the Bass Pro Shops uh, trophy game home than, uh, than an all-NBA, yes. so I'll take it. But uh, yeah, I got the slow pump fake, but that's yeah. just because I don't actually want to shoot the three and I'm hoping somebody will make the the mistake of chasing out at me so I can uh, rumble past them. It works for us uh, slow guys who can't actually shoot. Hey, remember when we used to play basketball together? Oh, that was fun. I remember basketball. I, remember I certainly remember it. Yeah. <laughs> who do you I, I too went down the, uh, the Valanchunas pump fake rabbit hole and I was thinking of guys who just who just have a good slow pump fake that kind of looks like their shot and can be sold. And so I started thinking of Pero Antic uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the Hawks when Mike Boonholzer was playing five guys out and Antic was their center. And he would like to pump you and try and take you to the rack really slowly. And then it got me thinking about Tabo Cephalosha, who was uh, an Atlanta Hawk for a while. He actually played this year with the Houston Rockets. He was the OKC guard who... Couldn't quite uh, get them to the uh, be the third star to get them to a finals championship, but he was starting on those teams, and his his pump fake is so slow because it and effective because it looks like his shot. His 
his shot motion is super slow. Uh, and uh, listen, maybe if the New York cops didn't break his leg back in 2015, the Hawks could have had a championship. Okay, now I'm now I'm jumping <laughs> to conclusions. Uh, but Tabo Cephalosha was my guy. It's it's just it's a it's a boring pump fake, but it works. Hmm. So when when it looks like a, a slow shot, I mean it gets people up just like Jonas Valanciunas. It's, it totally works. Lee, what is your signature move? On a basketball floor. Mm. Well, if you had to pick one, or I'll open that to anyone for Lee, if they can think of one for uh, for Lee Lee there. Signature move. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, probably, pro- I got one. Blowing I, a fast break layup. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I would say, uh, I, I would say, in my in my later years, as you sort of become a better shooter, just uh, a little bit of a step to the left. And, and okay. a shot. That's the one that I hit over Isaiah Thomas. I mean, that was the one that I... <laughs> I mean, sure, sure, I wanted to sort of shoehorn that shot in there, but that, that was what I feel most You feel comfortable going yeah, with that one, yeah, that yeah, direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving to the side, a little bit of a step back, step to the side, and then raising up. I mean, it just, that's, yeah, that's the sort of most comfortable shot, you know? Step to your left, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, so we yeah. got to force that... you right, force you right. You're off balance. Yeah, see, the other the other um, big shot of my life was the uh, Metro Jam uh, game winner, and yes. uh, and I was going to try that on I was I was going to try that on uh, Nate uh, Nate Duncan, Duncan. Yep. Uh, but I was sort of coming dribbling in. I need to sort of catch it and then go into it. it it's got to be a catch and move rather than like dribbling into that move, if you know sure. what I mean. So sure. yeah. that's what I would have gone with though if I uh, if I'd caught the ball, but I had possession already. Yeah, you know, Nate Duncan does his homework ahead of time. He's checking the film. He knows your tendencies, Lee. He knows the numbers. He's taking away your strong suit, but it didn't matter. Playoff didn't Lee matter. showed up before yeah. the game. Danny Larue handed Nate Duncan uh, ten pages on Lee Ellis's game. Hey, watch for this. Watch <laughs> didn't matter. Lee Ellis still hits the game winner. Man, that is your Al Bundy moment for sure. Oh, no, <laughs> It's great fun. It's great yeah, fun. it's great fun. It's great. Uh, back to NBA players. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, no. But Derek Rose, uh, Jay Stu mentions with the double pass fake while in midair. That's a good one from Derek Rose. It's, mm. it's not his quote unquote signature move, no. but it's a move that you remember from Derek Rose. He just gets up. Oh, that way? No, that way. And it works. Yeah. And with the two hands on the ball, it's a good Derrick Rose move. Good stuff. All right, next one here. Hi, guys. First time emailer. As a Spurs fan, I hate seeing Kawhi have success because I think of all the Spurs lost. But at the same time, I love to see him succeed because I was the only one I know of who called him a future superstar way back in 2011. I can still hear the jeers from friends, quote, he's just another Bruce Bowen or Harrison Barnes will be better than him, end quote. I'm proud of my prediction, but at the same time, it tears me apart. Who's someone that you are proud to see succeed, but also it does tear you apart? Thanks for the show. Much love. That's from Vic Gonzalez, a Spurs fan who's living in Idaho. So Trey, why don't you get a start? That's a good cue. Do you think I want to be cheering for the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals? Absolutely not. Uh, The Heat tortured the Bulls during the early part of the 2010s. Obviously, when LeBron was there, the Bulls would rack up the wins in the regular season. Then LeBron and the Heat would eliminate them come postseason time. That's what it always felt like. But, you know, they traded Jimmy Butler. He made his way to the Heat after Dwayne Wade put the bug in his ear. And now I'm rooting for a team that destroyed my team for the longest time. But... You know, they're in black and red, so I can at least pretend that it's the Bulls. But it's tough out here for a Chicago fan. You know, I'm a Bears fan as well. 
Patrick Mahomes is the most exciting football player of the past two decades, probably. And every time I see him, I just think, man, the Chicago Bears drafted the Sam Bowie of the NBA, picking Mitch Trubisky at number two, just like Sam Bowie was drafted at number two. Uh, You could have taken Patrick Mahomes. The Bears obviously traded up. Take Trubisky. And now every week I get to see these highlights of the LeBron of the NBA just dominating, looking like he's having a great time out there. And the Bears for, you know, the 30th year of my 36 years on this planet have no quarterback. And that's just kind of how it's always be. So, uh, so yeah, it's fun to watch Mahomes, but it's also just a disaster knowing yeah. that he could be wearing a Chicago Bears uniform. But also, if he was, he would be terrible. That's just how it is. <laughs> that's tr- probably true. If anything, right. you saved Patrick Mahomes' career by <laughs> yeah, exactly. not taking him. You're Absolutely. welcome, everyone. Yeah, uh, that's a good one there with Jimmy and, and Patrick Mahomes. So who do you got, Tess? Uh, I'll flash back to 2011, the 2011 draft. The Raptors took Jonas Valanciunas at number five. I wanted Brian Colangelo to go local, stay here on uh, on this continent for once. I just wanted a guy that everybody knew. I wanted him to take Kemba Walker. He was mm. fresh off that mean step back in Madison Square Garden for UConn. Uh, the Raptors had just had gone around the big man world of Andrea Bargnani in years past, and it, I, I had just had enough. I just wanted a, a point guard, uh, somebody who could handle the ball. No disrespect to Jose Calderon and TJ Ford, but I wanted somebody fresh and great. And Jonas Valanciunas worked out fine for the Toronto Raptors, uh, but it, I just wasn't happy about it, and we were working at the score at the time, and I was so distressed. I took JD out onto the street there at the corner of Peter and Blue Jays Way and, and Blue Jays Way and King there, and I uh, forced him to film me yelling at the camera uh, about Kemba Walker not being drafted. What's up, Brian Colangelo? What's up with that? And I was so angry. We had to do multiple takes, and then JD got angry. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I don't remember was, this at all. What, what was? Yeah, this? you were gone yeah. for the day. That's yeah. for sure. It was just me and JD just hanging in the office, and uh, and yeah, and that was the the extent of it. I, listen, Valanciunas was totally fine. Uh, he should have got a ring last year, but. Still, uh, still a little bitter. And, and it worked out extremely well because the next year, Brian Colangelo traded for Kyle Lowry. Point guard came in there to play with DeMar DeRozan and the ball got rolling. So uh, a little it kudos for, for BC, uh, AD, JV. Okay, <laughs> nice. that sort of worked. Yeah, um, my obvious answer is Vince Carter because when he left the Raptors, I hated Vince Carter. I was like all on the train of like, He's a quitter. Screw him. You know, whatever. And then, of course, he starts succeeding right away in New Jersey. I'm still angry for years, for years, for years. And then at some point, as I matured, and uh, obviously the Raptors eventually started to have some success, you start rooting for the guy. You start cheering on. And, like, what he started to do and how he changed his career and became, like, this vet guy that was bouncing around team to team, but you wanted to see him succeed, and he still had moments. And then we're there in the fortress when he scores 25,000 points. I'm standing. I'm cheering. So things turn quickly, you know. I hated him. I hated Vince Carter when he did quit on the Raptors and left, of course, traded. Um, but I came around. I love Vince more than anyone now. So he's an obvious pick for me. Lee, this is a tough one for you because you don't really have a team. But yeah. th- is there an answer? Well, mine's kind of similar to yours, though, because, you know, I'm a big Akeem Olajuwon fan. And yeah. uh, in the 90s, you know, I was anti-David Robinson. I just was like, Akeem's <laughs> way better. Akeem yeah. is the dream. And, and he is. <laughs> and Akeem had the championships and the MVPs. And I know Robinson got those as well. But... Robinson didn't have the championships. And then 1999, of course, he gets one. And then 2003 gets another one. And it was kind of like, 
you know, they were Tim Duncan's championships. Like, uh, but but I was okay with David Robinson getting a couple as well in the end because I did mature a little bit. And I'm like, he's a very good player. He's a great guy. He's a great human being. He's bigger than just the game of basketball. But for those crucial years there from like 1990 to 1996 or 97... Akeem got the championships and yeah. uh, and he deserved them as well. So I was like, I, that that sort of solidified my opinion and love of Akeem Olajuwon and that I thought Tim Duncan was overrated at the time. But in the end, he got there and I'm glad he's got his championships. I'm glad he stayed with the Spurs. And he also, you know, when Tim Duncan came along, David Robinson, there was no sort of bitterness like he was being usurped by a younger guy. He was kind of like, okay, we're better yeah. with, with Tim Duncan. So he was like mature about the situation as well. And, uh, and I think he won his second championship in 2003 on Father's Day, too, if I remember correctly. And so there was like, it was like, oh, yeah, the father of the NBA gets another championship, you know, as a sort of more of a role player at that stage of his career. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, 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 I don't have the same uh, vitriol that I used to have to David Robinson in those prime 90s years. I'm glad he succeeded in the end and got a couple of championships. Yeah, you completely changed your tune. You became a Spurs homer later in your years. And so it must have been tough for you to not want to cheer for David Robinson with those guns and those arms that that guy had, too. You know, um, that's the thing. Like, he came into the league a couple of years uh, late because he was drafted in 87 and he had to finish his Naval uh, Academy, uh, you know, education there. And it was like, I was like, this guy's not going to be able to just come in and instantly impact the NBA. And he did. He was great. (laughs) But, but again, Akeem Olajuwon had already been in the league for so long dominating and everyone was just in love with the new David Robinson. Oh, isn't he so cute? (laughs) And I'm like, Hey, show some respect to the dream, man. He's been there seven years already. He's handsome Uh, too. Okay. He's very handsome. Very handsome. So of course that 95 one, when, you know, Robinson gets the MVP and then the King goes out and destroys him. That's one of the greatest moments of my life. But uh, in the end, Robinson gets his championships as well. <laughs> one so of the greatest fine. moments of your life. Amazing. <laughs> well, it just, it just, I just didn't like how everyone just immediately anointed Robinson better than Elijah. Sure, I'm like, sure. no, he's not, man. He's not. So, yeah, but I love him now. You know, you move on. You do grow and mature in time. Yeah, those were always fun debates, too, in fantasy basketball. Are you taking David Robinson? Are you taking Akeem Olajuwon? Obviously, then Shaq got in the mix. It was like, well, Shaq hurt you in the free throws, though. But, uh, oh, there was a lot of debates about which one was better. (laughs) I mean, David Robinson and Akeem were monsters in fantasy basketball back when we were playing with our old spreadsheets and stuff like that. But, uh, all right, great answers there. Let's get to the next one. Good day, lads. Australia's NBL added a new expansion team in Tasmania. Their name... The Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Jack Jumpers wow. seem to be the worst choice based on the comments and polls, yet they went with it anyway. Lee, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on the new club and its name. And guys, if there was one franchise in the NBA you would rename, what would it be and what would you rename it? For me, it would be the Los Angeles Clippers, as Clippers is what my partner calls the mechanism to cut nails. So every time I hear it, I think of toes. I change it to something strong and bold like the Los Angeles Annihilators so that maybe they are empowered by the moxie of their team name and can stop choking in the playoffs. Whoa! Savage Jordan in Melbourne, Australia. Whoa! Uh, Lee, what do you think? Tasmania? Jack Jumpers. Uh, So when you hear the name Jack Jumpers, you think it's kind of a made-up name uh, because it sounds made up. But it's actually an insect that is kind of native to Tasmania. So it's 
fine. Uh, and I think what type of insect is it? It's like it? an ant. I think it's like an ant, but um, <laughs> okay. I think it's I think it can shoot, or, or it's got uh, venom in it as well. I think that's right. Uh, so it's like a Fort Wayne mad ant. Yeah, so it is. It's kind of like, hey, listen, Tasmania is a bit of the sort of uh, little brother of Australia. You know, it's sort of tucked away at the at the south of the continent there, so it gets a lot of uh, people make fun of it a lot. So they need something that's a little bit more of a tougher name. Now the name Jack Jumper still isn't that intimidating name but the ant itself is quite uh, intimidating and can you know it's quite strong so i like it and i'm just listen i'm thrilled that basketball is back in tasmania they used to have a team back in the 90s but then it folded it's a very small state right so the, just the fact that they've got a team there is great but in the press release they uh, they said something like you know this is the name now we just need a coach and some players and i was like oh okay i guess uh, i guess that's the next step isn't it yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah there it is yeah the jack jumper What's the population of Tasmania? Like, how I think small? it's about about four hundred thousand uh, people. Yeah. I think. Okay. I'm seeing about five hundred forty thousand. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's pretty small. Around about. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of Australia, but uh, a lot of people skip over it. You know, they think it's sort of off in the distance, but it's uh, it was great. We were there last year on the farm. It was beautiful. Right. Oh, right. Jack that's where you went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember seeing any jack jumpers, but uh, no, it, it's a it's a great place, and Tassie. It's uh, it's great to have just you know, a professional team in Australia, in Tasmania, because they're trying to always get a rugby team and an Aussie rules team, but the population just doesn't really, uh, they're not able to sustain it. So uh, it's good to have That seems weird to me. You have like eight teams in Melbourne alone or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, where the, league, one there? that's where the Australian rules league started. So okay. now, but now it's expanded out to Queensland and South Australia and New South Wales, but uh, Tassie just, you know, it's not quite, uh, just, <laughs> Just not a big enough state. You keep saying Tassie. I can't think you're talking to Tass. I'm very confused. It's like, wow, you're really zeroing in on Tass in this conversation. Well, so, so on the on the license plates in Australia, that they just have TAS as the short one. So, uh, so Tass could go there and be like oh, the prime like minister the of Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. Be wow. the king. that'd be cool. Amazing. Tass, let's do that. Uh, sure. Yeah. That could be you're, a jack. You're, you're the king of the jack jumpers. I can jump on a, <laughs> jump on a jack's back, hang out for a bit. Uh, this kind of sounds like when New Orleans picked the Pelicans for their name. It's local to the region there, mm-hmm. to to the state. Everybody thought, oh, this is not a good name. But a Pelican's a strong bird. Yep. And uh, I'm guessing that the Fierce. jack jumper is a strong ant, ant <laughs> family or whatever it is. Well, that, I mean, isn't that the funny part? When I hear jack jumpers and I know it's in Australia, I'm immediately thinking of a kangaroo. Mm. Right, somehow something's going on there. Is this right. like a hybrid kangaroo? I don't know what this is. I'm not thinking ant. I guess is my point. <laughs> or at I least thought... that boxing kangaroo. He likes right. to jack his opponents. The jack yeah. jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because yeah. I, I mean... saw uh, Rachel JD's wife's uh, Instagram yesterday of a grasshopper walking around. I'm thinking grasshopper. Sure. Uh, mm, yeah. Sure. Maybe yeah. they got some ups. They do. Yeah, that was a weird grasshopper your wife had found there in the garage there, JD. It had like, was missing an eye or something. Like yeah, it was like, well, it was a praying mantis for one thing. Uh, oh. And uh, so that may be why it's a weird Jeez. grasshopper. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but it was missing one of its claws. This guy was gone and his eye was seemed to be burned out of its socket, which was oh. crazy, but still walking around, you know. So she took yeah. a video of it and posted it as you do. Right. So. A lot of insects making the round yesterday with the fly on Pence's head. <laughs> yeah, it was a great day for <laughs> insects. It was a great Jack Jumpers. Big, big day for insects. Um, well, Lee, why don't you answer you know, the question? Do you have an NBA team that you would uh, you know, change the name of, the nickname? Yeah, I, I mean, there's some teams that just don't really fit their, their nickname, like the Grizzlies. I don't think there's too many Grizzlies down there in Memphis. You know, So Memphis is more what music and uh, 
you know barbecue yeah exactly so the memphis barbecues or the memphis musicians what about something like that but uh i actually (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know like and the utah jazz i mean we know that came from new orleans and they just kept the name so it doesn't really fit there Uh, some people and you guys tass and uh, tass and skeets especially with the raptors i mean I think people were off that for a while, but now they've won a championship. You can't change it now. You no. can't change it to Never. Huskies or anything like that. So I actually think the Clippers is the one that you would change because it's a boat, apparently, or a big ship. <laughs> but no one really knows that. I didn't know that. You have to sort of Google it. It's like, what is a Clipper? And then it's like, okay, I know Los Angeles is on the coast there, but Clippers, uh, it doesn't really work. It's not. It, so it, I think of nail Clippers as well with the Clippers. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. So do you think of toes then too immediately? Is that where your mind goes? I've never thought of toes when I think of the LA Clippers. I could see how you can get there. Speaking of toes, JD, come back for a second. Were those new toes in the opening of the beach step in there? Oh, you noticed finally. Uh, we, Lee and I were wondering. It's uh, uh, it's old eight, eight toes. Oh my God. I didn't see that. I, knew, I just noticed that the feet were different because I saw a tattoo and I'm like, I don't remember that being there. Oh, I can't believe it took you this long to notice. How what do you mean? How long? Well, How be, there's only been two. There's only it's oh, only okay. we've only shown it twice, but just okay. there was no reaction. Of, was, yeah, I, I probably wasn't honestly watching the yeah. first time because this is the first time I was like, oh, those are different toes because I hated the toes or the feet you were using before those little stumpy toes that mm-hmm. that guy had. Wow, but that's even worse. The old it eight is. toes, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on him to uh, shoot the shot of the lady in the bikini turning back, looking at us. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, and Lee, toes. Uh, hey man, do you want to get some sand between your toes uh, <laughs> on the weekend? And you're like, he's like, uh, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. He said. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, you're gonna. Ask I was you. gonna just say, uh, Lee, tell tell eight toes to shoot landscape lent next time. Eight toes, All right. oh, man, it was. <laughs> It's got some professionalism oh, in here. It's pretty high quality. Though. I'll give him that. Like it looks nice. Yeah, it looks and good. obviously, it was a nice shot by us the first sure. time. Yeah. And he sent two uh-huh. takes, which I appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I should have said eight. <laughs> Lee, is he a fast swimmer? I would imagine that guy's just a terror in the water with those flippers. <laughs> see, it's like say if you see a big guy who's six foot nine, and you say he must be a basketball player, and he's not. He hates the game. Eight toes is the same. He should be a great swimmer, but he's not. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> They've been putting me in pools my whole life. Wouldn't he just? Wouldn't he just go in circles though? Because his one foot is really strong it's while his other is normal. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe synchronized swimming would be better for him, so he doesn't uh, have to move around. I'd love to see him take on Thorpe. Um, all right, so okay, you're going with the Clippers. You're going yeah. with what uh, our emailer uh, Jordan, also from Melbourne was talking about their tasks or, or trade. Do you have an answer for this one? A team you would like to switch up? I think the Thunder could switch up theirs. And I think it's dual purpose. Uh, you, the first part is that they could just rebrand. The jerseys have never been amazing. It's mm-hmm. been a struggle. Uh, and uh, let's get into a new era of the Thunder because, I, you know, the, the weather nickname or the weather team name, meh, uh, definitely... Uh, not a fan. I'm just, I just doesn't, doesn't really strike me. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, lightning would. <laughs> yeah, lightning definitely would. That's why I threw it in there. But uh, yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they won the cup. Uh, the Thunder. Seattle Storm just won. won. <laughs> Seattle Storm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I think you could just, it, it would be an excuse to rebrand, uh, find a name. It's tough. I, I think, you know, OKC is also a very small place, uh, sort of like Tasmania. So 
not a ton uh, of different ideas. Uh, you don't want an oil rig. Don't no, think that's you. a good idea. Um, they are the top hat for Texas. Why not the OKC top hats? Why not? Why not throw it on there? Who cares? Who cares? A lot of hats. There's 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 a lot of branding opportunities there with hats. OKC top hats. I know, not interesting, but you know, it's a it's an old timey name. But they need something new. Okay, what do you got, Trey? Well, I'm with Lee and our emailer, Jordan. It's got to be the Clippers. They, after everything that has happened with the Clippers, after blowing a 3-1 lead this year, saying goodbye to Doc Rivers, now is the time. Just be the L.A. Condors. Just like the Jack Jumper is apparently something that is uh, (laughs) numerous in Tasmania. Apparently, there's a lot of California Condors. They've already got Chuck. Just completely scrap everything you've got going on with the Clippers right now. The logos are bad. The colors are bad. Nobody cares about the team in the city. People are Lakers fans. Go old school. Bring back uh, the San Diego Clippers, uh, like light blue and orange look. I was watching baseball last night. The San Diego Padres are out there in brown and yellow. We're okay to have some retro color schemes around. Go something old school. Completely ditch the Clippers. Condors slips right in. You still got the C at the beginning. You got the S at the end. Chuck's hanging around. It's perfect. Anything but the Clippers. Nobody wants to hear about the Clippers curse anymore. Rebrand. We're still going to know it's the same team, but maybe you can uh, change a little bit of uh, uh, the opinions around there and the history. I don't know if it just goes away once you change the name, but maybe it'll work. Okay. Yeah. That one is uh that one is the most obvious one, no doubt. Changing the Clippers. No one really really likes that name. They don't have a historic, you know, you know, winning uh no. franchise there that you're tied to it and you're like, "No, you can't change it like you said Lee with the Raptors now, even if you hated that, you you can't get rid of it now." Now they got a title. You're, there's no way you could do that. Um so let's hear from you guys though in the YouTube uh, comments and everybody out there on Twitter at no dunk sync, which team would you rename and why and what would you name it to? Uh, more importantly, Got lots more questions still to get to here on our Beach Steppin' Podcast, but first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What about changing the uh, L.A. Clippers to the L.A. Lawnmowers 3.0? <laughs> Just lean into that. I know that wasn't what you were doing an ad read for there, but yeah, it crossed my mind while you were talking draft like that a lot. Or the L.A. Kings. Just take a hockey team. Make them the L.A. Kings yeah. in basketball. Why not? All right, next question here. High slow spunks. <laughs> in your finals preview, three of you guys enthusiastically picked the heat to win. Really, four of us, I guess. We're throwing JD in there. My friends and I have an annual running bet throughout the playoffs, and your takes influenced me to pick a long series with the Lakers winning in seven. I'm feeling pretty sheepish now, though, particularly since one friend who picked Lakers in five looks likely to leapfrog me for the ultimate win. With that in mind, 
Has there ever been a time you got swept up in the enthusiasm of those around you and made a foolish decision? Turds up, flush goodbyes. That's from Dan in Wellington, New Zealand. I've been there. Beautiful part of New Zealand. Uh, Lee, why don't you get us started here? Has there been a time where you just got caught up in the emotion of it all, the enthusiasm and yeah, dumb decision? First time I went to New York, there was no NBA on because it was the lockout of uh, 99. And so I was desperate to go to Madison Square Garden to see something. And the uh, Rangers were playing and Gretzky was playing. Okay. And I was like, all right, you know, I think they were playing uh, San Jose. I still I still remember. And, and I got there and I thought, all right, I don't know anything about hockey, but I bought the big red yeah, Rangers shirt, this big glowing red shirt it was for the Rangers. And I thought, I wonder how long I'll last for this game. Uh, it turned out to be an awesome game. It turned out to be incredible. And I got to see Gretzky. So, you know, I knew who he was at least. Yeah. I didn't understand, though, there was only three periods in hockey. So uh, <laughs> I, I was like, Jesus, this is going late in, in halfway through the third. Um, and then uh, eventually they won. But also what happened in the game during one of the intermissions, they had a guy who had to flick a puck through the tiny little hole. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, right. From, ha- from, from uh, center so, ice usually. So he had, or yeah, he, had th- he had three spots and it was okay. like uh, $777 the first one. 7,777 the second one. And then from the other end, 77,000. Oh, shout out to Paul Coffey. <laughs> and he nailed all three. Nice. And it was just incredible. And I was just like, oh, my God, what a, this is in, this, what an incredible event this is. And then the Rangers came back uh, and won the game in the third period. And I was just like, yeah, man, this is awesome. So for like, I was like, I might be into ice hockey here. I, I'm not sure. This was incredible. <laughs> So uh, I remember sort of telling people about it and I thought, oh, I'm going to sort of start to follow ice hockey a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I never did after that. No. Really. Not, not, well, I was, back, I was living in London at the time too, so it was very, very hard to get into it. But, you know, like if you can see one hockey player and you get to see Wayne Gretzky, I know the Rangers isn't his like uh, most noted team. I think it's, I guess, the, the Oilers and the Kings, I suppose. Uh, but it was like seeing Don't Jordan. Don't forget St. Louis Blues, too. Yeah, yeah well, it was like <laughs> seeing Jordan on the Wizards, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like, wow, one ice hockey game, and I got to see Wayne Gretzky, and it was an incredible game. The fan won the seven. seven I can't believe that. You're telling me the guy hit, I oh, guess no. he probably shot from, what, the blue line, and then maybe maybe center ice, and then the other blue line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it, was like, it was like a little mouse hole. He had to get it in. And I was like, there's no way he'd do it. But he just had a very sort of slow, like, <laughs> yeah. he just sort of pushed it. Uh, and, and it just went in and it was like, oh my God, that's incredible. Okay, that's pretty amazing yeah. if you saw that. I yeah. would go nuts for that, sure. So, uh, But yeah, the funniest part was in that third period where I'm just sort of like, it feels like the game's ending, but I'm like, I'm sure this is only the third quarter too. So I didn't really know what was going <laughs> oh, on. Oh, you thought there was going to be a fourth period. I just assumed there was, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> but I but I also remember thinking, because I guess it tipped off or, or you know the puck dropped at 7.30 or 7.00. And it was already like 10, 30, 11. <laughs> You're like, whoa, we're going to be okay. <laughs> going late. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what did you think of Madison Square Garden, though? Oh, it's great. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, beautiful Amazing. place yeah, to watch gorgeous. hockey. Maybe one of the, it's the Mecca, really, is what they say. Yeah. Did you get a picture outside before this game? <laughs> yeah. No, well, um, actually, I did get some photos, but Dad uh, Dad is not at home at the moment. He's, uh, he's away because of this uh, whole situation in Melbourne. You're not allowed, like, they've really locked down where people can travel to. Oh. So dad's down at his partner's place, which is like three hours out of Sunbury. So uh, I sent dad a message. I said, you haven't got, uh, you're not in Sunbury. You can get some photos. Said, no, we're not allowed. We're still not allowed back there yet. So, uh, so yeah, I'll have to dig them up. I'll get them in a few so weeks. So these photos time. are like in a box or something like that at your. In albums. Yeah. In albums. In albums yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure I've got the photos of the guy 
of the guy hitting the. Uh, hitting oh my the god! You have <laughs> a photo of everything. Man. I know. I know. How this much is the money old... did you spend on taking photos? <laughs> uh, a lot. This is the old film as well, so you yeah. couldn't take it and see what the shot was. You had to wait till you get it developed back in the country. So uh, you know, it was uh, it was incredible. Oh. That's kind of like us right now because. We want to see this picture of uh, this guy yeah. making the shot, but we still got to wait two weeks to see it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> What yeah, a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, I thought your answer for um, enthusiastically getting on board with something was going to be when we went and saw wrestling. <laughs> and you were popping like a 10-year-old who went to Monday Night Raw the very first time. Uh, wasn't that a fun night, though, you know? Like, oh but, uh, That's a not... good answer. You were so into it. Lee. <laughs> but you, you have to be if you're sitting that close. I you agree. Have to be. It's you fun. Have it's to much be. Fun. And you guys are into it as well and and renee was there so we had like that connection and it was just like at wow. one point you asked the guy in front of us if you could hold his championship belt and like you're taking photos with i him. got a photo of that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so much fun and then when we went back for rick flair's 70th and we're up in the nosebleeds and it was like oh, i don't i don't i can't see how many here, times yeah. have we told this story <laughs> i feel like we told that story 10 ricky, times ricky the dragon steamboat was there and everything i wanted to say to him hey hey do you think you could get me <laughs> could you introduce me to ricky the dragon <laughs> You said when you went to the Rangers game, you've never been to an ice hockey game, but you bought a Rangers shirt. Yes. You are definitely one of those people. You're like a... My buddy Grish does that, too. He's going to whatever sporting event, whatever team it is. If it's not even his team, he doesn't care at all. He likes to have some you know a shirt or a jersey or a paraphernalia of some sort it's, yeah you're similar to that yeah and this and this one that i bought was just like super red and it just had the symbol of the new york rangers right so at the game it was like it it fit in it, you didn't look different but i remember wearing that around the streets of london as like this big bright red ice hockey shirt it just did not lurk anywhere else so <laughs> it didn't it, it didn't last all that long that was one. it a jersey or no it wasn't a jersey shirt. it was just just a just because the jerseys are like 280 bucks yeah, there's no way it's, you bought that yeah no, no. <laughs> I, 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 but if uh, they want to send one free i'll still wear it yeah exactly yeah i uh I, I definitely would have if it was like 50 bucks for that but not not oh, you can get replica replicas were that were like 60 70 yeah well but i I was probably buying from the concourse in madison square garden tass he had like a thousand photos to process when he got (laughs) home he was gonna go bankrupt as soon as he got back to the he had to go go build an ice hockey rink and start getting on the ice hey i will say lee if i would i've only been to like Maybe two ice hockey games ever in my life. And it, and Would it you stop saying I ice hockey? Just say hockey. He's got to say hockey for God's sake. Well, Taz, we might be talking field hockey later in the show. I don't know. Um, yes, well, I went to right. the field hockey at the Athens Olympics, okay, actually. Stop it. Stop it. If you bought a field hockey shirt. You didn't buy a field hockey shirt. No, no, no. Because I just had the Australian, the green and gold oh, shirt. Yeah, I just right. wore that every day. It stunk. It must have so stunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awful. Yeah, the but- stream team is asking, you must have been to an Oakland Athletics game to have uh, that A's hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah that, 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 that's the one uh, the one time that I guess, I don't, I don't even know where I bought that or why I bought it, but... Uh, for some reason, I had an Oakland Athletics hat. I thought you were wearing them, but obviously that's the Braves you got on there today, there, Trey. <laughs> that's right. That's Big right. Guy. <laughs> um, Different A. <laughs> I was going to say, though, Lee, you absolutely are right. An ice hockey game is in person amazing. It yes. really is fun because I'm not the biggest hockey fan to watch on television. It's okay, whatever. I don't really care. But you go, it, I mean, the crowd's into it. It's obviously back and forth action. It's fun. Because um, I saw other, my first game ever was the LA Kings, actually. Yeah. The, the weirdest thing, though, with hockey is how they do the line change like 15 seconds into the game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like they start and then all of a sudden, guys, like four guys are going off and you're like, I'm like, why are they subbing all those guys off immediately <laughs> like that for another four guys? I mean, Popovich does that occasionally for the Spurs, but not, <laughs> not every game. It's tiring to skate hard, man. Oh, it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tess, do you have an answer for this question? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There's a question? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, this week I had an issue with my compost. Uh, yeah so um my compost tumbler has two sections one where you're adding compost continually and the other side is where the compost is cooking you're not touching that it's just turning into dirt uh so that was full the the section that uh that's just had turned into dirt i needed to empty that so i emptied that Mm -hmm. but some of the uh the section where there's just a bunch of food scraps or there's just some wrap that I added to it also fell out uh, onto my uh, the tarp that I, I was taking it out on. I was, you know, go throw it in my garden or something like that. So basically a lot of food scraps joined in on my dirt party. And so uh, I needed to get rid of all those food scraps. So I, I got swept up uh, and I made a bit of a foolish decision in that I, I just started without gloves on. I just start, started throwing dirt and food scraps around my lawn, around my yard. Uh, just, just getting rid of it. Uh, I look like a madman. I look like a chimpanzee throwing feces around my yard. I was just throwing it around, uh, and it was just wet, soggy dirt. Definitely some uh, some worms in there hanging out. Some bugs getting in there, uh, trying to break down those food scraps. Well, I'm in there throwing it around those those wormies were saying to me come on i'm just trying to eat some banana peel why are you throwing me around the yard man uh so yeah i, I definitely look like a madman but uh the dirt is safe in the in the in the other dirt so we're all good oh my god i thought <laughs> this story ended not like i thought it was gonna end oh well, that's crazy man. I, I, thought, just crazy, I thought you were gonna say man. you throwing food scraps like brought like animals or something like that to the yard but uh no it was just the worms you were feeling bad about well i was throwing i was throwing food scraps i wasn't i wasn't well, not worried about worms yeah but who uh, cares if the food scraps out on your you're not throwing it on your grass i assume you're throwing it in your garden or whatever you're your bushes or stuff like that. Yeah, it's just a stupid story. Yeah, I'm not really worried. I'm not really well, worried about food. Do you, are you listening to this podcast? It's well, full of stupid oh stories. I just threw in there. Oh my god! I uh, thought you were going to say like raccoons or possums were started to show up or something like that because well, you had been throwing the food scraps. That would have been awesome. That would have been a better stupid story. Uh, Skeets, you got a story for this one? No, I'm going to set this one out. Uh, what do you got here, Trey? <laughs> Look, when all of your friends are getting the biggest milkshake that they can order from the McDonald's and throwing it at a farmhouse's mailbox, you got to do it. You know, you just got to be a part of the mailbox vandals. Um, We did it so many times. They put up a sign that said mailbox vandals are cowards. And it's true. We were. We never wanted to be caught. But oh, my goodness. When you see a 44 ounce milkshake explode off of a. you know, thrown out of a Chevy Beretta and it just explodes on a mailbox. The mailbox is destroyed. Ugh. Your milkshake goes flying. You're living. You feel like a jerk. But <laughs> for those three seconds, man, it's amazing. It's just amazing. High school. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. I will Start answer. boxes. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer quickly. Anytime, uh, especially when we were in Vegas for Summer League, anytime we would hit the casino... Uh, with a with a group of us, very easy to get caught up in the enthusiasm of 
everyone else around you and then you start having a little success maybe you should just walk away of course hey you're having too much fun the drinks are flowing hi tassie's right here you got lily Dre right there you just you just continue to keep playing foolish i mean that's a classic casino move right stop while you're ahead a lot easier to say than do because you're having fun and uh you know hopefully you have a little a little money to burn anyway so it's like eh, this is basically an expense i don't want to leave here with money <laughs> yeah, i, I exactly. came into this thinking i was going to lose a couple hundred and i'm gonna make sure that happens so that's an obvious one there all right that took a while what's our next question here Taz? <laughs> what's up finger rollers one of the last things i did before the world <laughs> locked down was take a family trip to disney world i have a five-year-old son who's into basketball so one evening he and i went to disney's nba experience we took a picture with the larry ob measured our wingspans against a mo bamba cutout and played some papa shot but i was there for the dunk zone after a few jams on a nine-foot rim I thought it was time to lower it down to eight, set up my three foot, six inch prop in the lane and sky over my son for the throwdown. I even set up my phone to record it. I placed him perfectly, measured my runway, then took off towards the hoop, thinking about the video I'd be able to proudly show my son when he got older. I guess you could show it to him the next day too. But anyway, however, I didn't account for the fact that I was now firmly in my late 30s as I jumped up, I spread my legs, cleared my son, and slammed the ball through the hoop. But I also felt the bottom of my boots clip his head and heard him go crashing to the floor, hitting his head and immediately bursting into tears. I picked him up, he ended up being fine, and looked up to see a 13-year-old boy who had seen the whole thing. I grabbed my phone, deleted the footage so my wife would never see it, and we made our way out of there in a hurry. Was there ever a time when you thought... You were doing something great, but it turned out terrible for everybody. Love you guys. Brush up floss some. That's from Kirill in Nolens. So uh, he deleted the video. I, I think yeah, you got to go, you you gotta go back. You really delete a video, though. It lives somewhere, doesn't it? You know. Yeah, you got to go into your recently deleted and save that. Recover that thing. Mm-hmm. You keep it for later. You can hide it from your wife if you need to. Uh, and your son sounds fine. Go get it. You, I think I think you want to keep that thing. Um Something I don't want to keep, though, I'm, I'm with Kirill on this. In 2011, uh, a bunch of us went to the Dominican Republic, and it was a lot of different groups of friends. We're mixing a lot of worlds that were mm-hmm. colliding. Uh, my, my old my, my, my old school buddies, Rhino Sets and Amin, uh, Skeets was there, Nora, who did a lot of the uh, organizing, JD and Rachel were there. But to satisfy everybody... I made sure we went to somewhere really cheap, but that was a huge mistake. Uh, the food was disgusting. I remember J- JD having to bail multiple times um, because of level one tummy trouble. And uh, other, there was people like my buddy Amin and, and, and big Steve and Diane who went to another resort for a day to get the heck away from that resort. Uh, I, I remember... Uh, getting some fish for dinner and that fish was definitely not new fish it was an old fish in getting set up for the dinner it was sort of on a platform somebody pulled a chair out and almost went flying down like a three-foot facade uh it was just a bad move to try and satisfy everybody's desire to go cheap when you just gotta you just gotta pony up a little bit but uh yeah, try, still trying had, to make everybody happy. Was we still of had course, fun, but you're course. absolutely right. We tried to make everybody happy. You're just trying to bring everybody along. You're thinking, 
well, it'll be more fun the more people that are there. So, yeah. okay, let's just pick the cheapest place so the more people can come. But that place yeah. sucked. <laughs> that place was a hell. The only that, good hey, part. Hey, look, first world problems, don't get me wrong. Oh, the resort wasn't nice enough, but this was a bad, bad resort. <laughs> yeah. The only good part about it was it was the NBA trade deadline. Not sure why the score let us travel during a, a trade deadline. And uh, we've told this story before, but it was 2011. Darren Williams got traded. And some guys who knew the show came up to us and told us that Darren Williams was just traded. Right. So that was pretty wild. Yeah. That, was, that was a first and probably a last. We weren't uh, really on our cell phones uh, back then. You know, we had the, the phones in the room. True. In a safe, of course, just in case we got robbed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we found out Darren Williams got traded to Brooklyn. Weird. Weird. Or New Jersey, I guess Jersey, it was yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, JD, what do you remember from that resort? Only fond memories. Uh, just shitting a lot, really. <laughs> <laughs> also, we left, we came back from All Star and left the very next day, as I remember. Like, I feel like we arrived uh, on a Sunday and then we left on a Monday, which uh, was that like, sounds right. why, did we, why didn't we? Yeah, well, the, dra- the, uh, the trade deadline used to be yeah. that yeah. following Thursday, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, nope, we're going to the DR. See you later. See you later. <laughs> it was bad. Strange, strange. Yeah, it was bad. We but, all learned a fun. lesson. It was fun. It was fun. Was we fun. did. Yeah. We, we did make it fun. The, 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 the drinks were still flowing, so uh, you know you, that can help make things a little bit yeah. more fun for sure. And and there is a beach and whatever. The pools were nice. Um, do you have an answer for this, Lily? Not really. No, no. I, I tried to think of one, but uh, I couldn't really come up with one. I mean, you know, like any time we, we we've been working in a group together for a lot of years, you try to sort of do things, and sometimes they backfire on you a bit. Uh, but I couldn't think of one that had really sort of you know stuck out and, and blown up in my face a little bit. I mean, I guess out in Vegas for summer league, you know, there was always a little bit of tension when it came to bananas and where they were bought from because I wouldn't eat the ones from the CVS. <laughs> I'd only eat them from Fresh Market, and uh, there was a bit of a little bit of like I mean, look, we were, day, day eight of Vegas, we would fight over anything, and I was like, those CVS ones taste like crap. Don't eat them. But uh, you know. Matt, particular, me and Matt used to get into it the most about the sure. bananas. So. Yeah, not many people know that that's why Matt left the show, was yeah. that you would never eat a banana from CV- CVS. He's like, I can't work with a guy like this. I got to get out of here. I still remember the last time we went to Vegas, me and Matt and I think Phil or uh, Skeetsy were on the same uh, flight. And we bought, so we, so we picked up the car from the airport and we drove to Whole Foods. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, and Matt just like, decided whatever he was buying he would just put in my crate and i had to pay for it i i I don't remember agreeing to that but apparently that's what it was so it's because we were saying we don't want to go to whole foods right now we want to go check in you're like no let's check in i didn't want anything to do with it and so i think that matt said well look if we're stopping at whole foods (laughs) on the way to the hotel you're paying for everything and so he just kept putting stuff in your cart i think he said it to you but you and him both knew in advance i'm going to whole foods guys i'm going to whole foods i've done it for years in a row so you know you can't claim that you didn't know that's what was happening no 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 i just wanted to Go check in, man. I want to get there. Um, okay. Uh, do you got an answer to this, Trey? Uh, mine is similar to Kirill. One of the first times we played spike ball was, I don't know, four years ago, basically, at this point. We were playing probably here uh, by our place. Uh, we set it up. You know, I had a baby at home. I had a two-year-old. Thought it'd be fun for the two-year-old. Come watch your daddy play some spike ball. Oh, boy. The baby can take a nap. This will be great. Mom, Laura, and Ada can stay here. Me and Isla will go down to the patch. We'll play a little spike ball with the boys. But as it turns out, a two-year-old is 
equally interested in a ball flying in the air as a 32-year-old. So when that thing goes flying up in the air, dad forgets that there's a kid walking around. And I pancaked that little child, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, baby. It's hard to keep a kid away from a ball bouncing off a net and everybody running around like crazy. But, um... You know, she was fine, and we play spike ball to this very day. <laughs> did you save the video? video? Did you yeah. set? Did, yeah, did you uh, set? Do I have a video? No, but um, I would have kept it, no doubt about it, because I've got some of me dunk, dunking over our kids, and I'll keep yeah. them and show them at their weddings. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, you also have some nice footage of Matt Austin playing spike ball, do you not? <laughs> show that at his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I put this together. It's a compilation of his finest grizzlies. <laughs> For some reason, hilarious to me at Matt Austin's wedding if you just show a bunch of spike ball clips. I don't think I'll be the best man at Matt's wedding, but I'm going to give a speech anyways and be like, do you realize that this man invented the cute Steve? The cute Steve. Hell of a four, shot. Four years ago and you played spike ball. That's when Matt was supposed to get married, probably. Five <laughs> or six year. years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got a few more here. Next one. Hey, guys, I wanted to reach out and ask your opinion on something. I have been watching slash listening since I was 14 years old, and now I'm about to turn 22. I could go on and on about how incredible y'all are, both basketball and non-basketball related. And well, I finally wanted to get something to commemorate y'all. I'm getting a tattoo. I was trying to think of something that represents the whole group in a picture or something like that. If anyone has any ideas, that would be awesome. So far, all I have as an idea is a turnip. (laughs) I think that'd be hilarious. Thanks in advance. This is from Kate Wood uh, by way of Instagram, actually. She sent this one in, and we had to uh, include it in the show because it's a great question. She's thinking about, because she's been such a loyal listener and watcher of our show, of getting the tattoo, but wants, yeah, one thing to, I guess, encompass all of us, really, uh, the best way possible. A turn up, I guess, is from turn up, love you guys, awesome. I, I'm guessing is what that uh, the angle is to that. I don't mind it. A little turn up right. in a basketball jersey is pretty cute. A pretty uh, mm-hmm. funny little tattoo. The only other things I could come up with were something wedgie related, right? So, uh, you know, maybe like a little basketball wearing underwear or something like that, like a little thong on a basketball. Something pun gun, you know, like a little water gun with, uh, you know, maybe pun gun written on the thing coming out of it. Pocket dog, maybe that's a little bit more TK, but uh, it's a cute little thing. We've done that before. You did the hats there once. And the only other one I got, and then I'll open it up to you guys. You know, we're always talking about doing classics. We've been doing classics for, uh, you know, basically 15 years now. When I think classics, for some reason, I think of records. So what about like a little gramophone, Hmm. right? Uh, I don't know if like it says no dunks anywhere, but, uh, you know, just a little gramophone to represent classics. Those are my answers. Um, Excited to see what Kate goes with, but... Lee, uh, we know you will not allow her to get it on her neck because uh, <laughs> she, she might have to work at your McDonald's one day in the future mm. and then she mm. would you'd have to rip up her resume because she has a tattoo on her neck. But do you have any other suggestions for, sort for of, an idea? Sort of like a, uh, a chain almost, right, where you've got like the Basketball Jones logo, the Starters logo, and then the No Dunks logo as well. You know, Is sort of all so it, of that. Well, a, a little one, a little one. You know, yeah. I don't know where you. Where, I don't know where she wants to put it, but uh, like, you know, the thing is, you need people to know kind of what it is when they look at it. If you put a wedgie, no, you don't. No, but you don't, right? Yeah, I mean, a turn well, up, a turn up in a basketball jersey. How? What's? What's? Yeah, I mean, you want some sort of no dunks or 
basketball Jones or starters in there, though, don't you? I mean, it's, otherwise, it's like, why have you got a turnip in a basketball jersey on your arm? <laughs> well, there you go. Conversation started. Well, that's true. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Conversation <laughs> begin. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, yeah. what about a little swim-up bar? <laughs> uh, okay, so you want, yeah, you want all the looks. What do you got, JD? Well, it's uh, this is our uh, what one of my favorite things. It's it's it it's a way back throwback. It is uh, it was a T-shirt. It would make an awesome tattoo, and it's specifically TBJ. It's specifically us. It's this the Poo God. Oh wow, the Poo God. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's an awesome tattoo right there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yep. You even, I hope you're a Ginobili fan, but well, uh, but you don't need to be. It's really you're a poo, you're a poo god fan, <laughs> and it's got the original Basketball Jones logo right down there in the the bottom in the center there, and the toilet paper flying around. It's great. That's great. That is good. It does look. It just looks like somebody's tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that looks you, like tattoo details for sure. Yep. Okay. So you want that? That's a that's a big throwback. Tass, what do you got? Yeah, I really couldn't come up with anything fantastic. I, I, I did, you know, I thought of the names as well, like Leah's mentioning. Can you, can you somehow combine all the names or something? Because like Shannon, a, a, a former fan of ours, I guess, hopefully she's former. still a fan of ours. <laughs> uh, she, got a, she got a tattoo on her ankle, just the starter's logo. There it is mm. right there. Now, is she regretting that? Mm. I'm not sure. So I, maybe you don't want to go with the name because you never know in this business. You Did she not get know. a tattoo of Lee though too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she got the yeah. tattoo of Lee doing the very solid thumbs up. Mm-hmm. No, oh, no, wow. no. That was Eight Toes did that. Oh, Eight Toes did that. What? But she, she got, got she got that face that someone drew of me. Oh uh, right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I've got a photo of that somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, there's. Actually, multiple people out in the world with tattoos of Lee Ellis. Think about that for a second. Just wrap your head around that. Um, and okay, he's so, taking pictures with both of them. Yeah, exactly, pretty crazy. Yeah. See, I would have, I would avoid any sort of name like the starters, like you're pointing out, Tass, because now, um, you know, no dunks. I guess TBJ. This is why I think she's looking for again. This is what she said: looking for a photo tray, like something, you know, something. Something that encompasses the entire show, the run of the show, or all five of us, or six, including Matty O there. Do you have an idea? Uh, I'm with you. I like uh, the idea of a turnip that is a basketball, something like that. You know how it has yeah. like a little point at the bottom or something? Or maybe it looks like a wedge of cheese, but again, it's a basketball. That's a wedgie. But there's mm. a great suggestion um, from Leo on the stream team who says somebody should get a Lee P tattoo. And it's like the <laughs> easiest thing to do. You know, like the Calvin yep. peeing on a Ford logo or whatever. <laughs> Just throw some glasses on that. He's already facing backwards. Like it's perfect. Get one of those and uh, you're good to go. Maybe maybe Shannon could get uh, a Lee P peeing on the starters logo. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And then a No Dunks logo on the other leg. Oh, that's... that's, I don't know. There's something there. There's something there. Or maybe maybe Kate should not worry about, yeah, one thing to encompass the whole show, but, like, maybe every year you pick one of us. Who's your favorite, Kate? You know, pick Tass. (laughs) Well, you go with a little, like, compost, a recycling symbol for Tass. Like, uh, you know, is it Trey? Maybe it is the pocket dog. And you just can add, uh, you know, monthly or year by year or something like that. That's another idea. Because then there's, like, we're like Voltron, you know, at that point. Sure. (laughs) You got Tass's composting, Trey's pocket dog, Lee's camera roll. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But maybe there's something there. Let us know. Keep us posted, Kate. Keep us posted. Oh, there you go. There it is, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, that was from uh, All Star Weekend here in Chicago. You look cool there. Oh, that man. feels like forever. <laughs> Why do you look mad tanned there? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know, had the tanning yeah. salon? What's going on in this photo? <laughs> this is in the middle of the winter, the isn't it? This is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. You look like your Whoa. sexy brother there, Lee, for a second. <laughs> oh, no, don't get Matty O started then. <laughs> <laughs> Matty O's going to marry your brother. That'll be the way. Uh, all right. We've got a few more questions, but let's take one more quick break. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I got to cut out a bit. I got to switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response why i'm a big emoji responder love a hang loose hand or a salute but man it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back ouch we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, a couple more here, Tess. Greetings, Layup proponents. This past Friday, Mariah Carey released an album, The Rarities, of her unreleased and rare songs. This reminded me of Lee attending a Mariah concert by himself. <laughs> due to his unbridled (laughs) love for MC. I think we all deserve a brief Lee review of these songs, as well as Lee's top five Mariah Carey songs. I'd also like to know Lee's opinion on the Mariah J-Lo feud. Wow, a lot of stuff here from Mike. Turn up, love you guys. Awesome. So review it, Lee. (laughs) Top five Mariah Carey songs. Plus, what do you think of Mariah and J-Lo feud I didn't know existed? Yeah, Yeah, that's funny because I know that Mariah has fought with uh, Whitney Houston back in the day. Madonna Madonna fights with everyone, of course. You know, she's the angry old lady. But I didn't know she actually had a a beef going there with J-Lo. But uh, it's not a real strong beef there. It it goes back to a time when uh, 
Mariah was asked about Jennifer Lopez and she said, I don't know her. And then that turned into a meme <laughs> and like, it's kind of grown legs from there. But JLo just recently was like, yeah, I don't, we don't really know each other. There's no, there's no beef there. So I don't okay. think it's real. I think the one she had with Madonna was, was big back in the day, but uh, okay. you know. Okay. But yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I was a huge, big, uh, big Mariah Carey fan when I was, uh, you know, 13, 14 year old boy and uh, didn't have a lot of male friends to uh, share that passion with. Uh, (laughs) But I used to, I used to listen to, um, you know, her first album, just self-titled was great. So I've, uh, I've come up with my top five Mariah songs. Uh, As always, it was a little tough to whittle it down to just five, but uh, I'll see what we've got here as I used to listen to these on my CD player in my room by myself pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can't. You just, Jackie's you know, banging on the ceiling. <laughs> you, just, uh, you can't sort of turn up to one of your friends' house with a CD and say, "Hey, you want to listen to some Mariah Carey?" They'll listen to Anthrax and Metallica. And <laughs> Why can't you listen to ACDC like your cool, sexy older brother? <laughs> All right, here we go. Starting at number five, and uh, uh, what a start to her career! First song from her first album, "Vision of Love." Uh, like a rookie, just like coming into the league and dominating straight away this was the first song I ever heard and uh, and immediately I was like okay this is pretty good I want to hear more of that and then uh, a few weeks later I'm sure I went and bought the CD it was it was great it had some classics on there uh, number four no sophomore slump for Mariah emotions <laughs> her, 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 uh, her, her, the, the, the title song off that title album was a, it was a banger and what a fun song what a great video it was her in the car there um, and it really as well sort of introduced us to her her, her vocal range you know she started doing that high squealy um, stuff and last year at the concert when I was there with uh, Acid Lady if you remember the lady I, was, I, was, I forgot yeah yeah uh, Mariah was still trying to hit those like super highs and she yeah. Get there, not quite the same, but uh, she still got it there. But that, that, you know, that really. You saying she's washed, Lee? I'm not saying she's washed. Washed queen. She doesn't quite have that same fastball that she used to have, but uh, it's still pretty good. You could just see her really try. The fans wanted to hear it, so she tried, and she and she got pretty close to it, so it was great. Uh, So. From 1990 until 95, she was on top of the world. I thought she was great. Every album was great. Every song was beautiful. <laughs> but from 97 till about 2004, her post-Tommy Mottola years, uh, she, she, yeah, she went away from what, what made her special and she kind of became more of a hip-hop singer. And I just didn't, I just didn't mesh with that sort of part of her career, really. I didn't, I didn't like it. Butterfly through to like Charm Bracelet, I think it was. All that stuff for me just oh. wasn't the same. I know she had success still with it, but it just didn't feel like Mariah. And I respected the fact that she tried new stuff, but she went with it for too long. <laughs> so in 2005, when she came back with We Belong Together from the uh, Emancipation of Mimi, it was like, this is Mariah that this I know and love. This is the MC exactly. we know and love. Yeah. Exactly. And it was great. And I loved it. I loved the video. It was just, it was more the Mariah that I knew and loved. And so I was back on. I was back on. We were, we were, we were back together. We were back together. We belonged <laughs> together. We were back together. Uh, so that was great. I love that song. I love that video. Now, number two, I'm not sure if a collaboration should count here, but Ooh. 1995, when she got together with Boys to Men and did One Sweet Day, perfect mix. What totally, a great mix totally that was. Totally. And uh, a great song, great video, huge in Australia. Now, what I also didn't realise until uh, looking into this last night and this morning, for 22 years, this song spent more time at number one on the Billboard Top 100 than any other single. Uh, it's now third. I don't know if you know what the number one and number two songs are right now. They're, they're very massive songs in the last couple of years. One, oh, I think, was only last year. Probably uh, not. Um, uh, what the heck's the name? Gangnam Style. 
No, no, no not what's Gangnam a Style. Cowboy. What's <laughs> yeah, 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 Little Nas. Little, uh, what's the song called? I can't think of the it's, name. Uh, Old it's Old Town a, Road. Old yes, Town Road. You. Yeah, that's God, number I one. Think of it. And number two is from 2017. I think it is uh, Justin Bieber song with uh, uh, Despacito. Despacito. Oh, Despacito. Yeah, Despacito. yeah. So those two, up until that point, she held the number one with with One Sweet Day with Boys to Men there, most uh, oh. longest running number one on Billboard's Top 100. Which is I didn't realize that. So it's great. Um, and if you're if you're continuing basketball analogies, Lee, that is that's a, just a super team right there. Yeah. Dream team. That much talent in one spot. Come on. Yeah. 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 Dream team. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> they they uh, they put it together and it just it was just a perfect song. Uh, but I'm going back to where it all started for my number one song, and it's uh, from back her to debut the bedroom. album. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and it's the third song that uh, she released. It also went to number one. I think her t- first four went to number one overall from that first album. And this one. It carries personal and sentimental value for me. Uh, it's I Don't Want to Cry. <laughs> uh, because of what was happening in my life at the time, I oh, had a bit of a thing for this girl, and uh, this song just made me think of her. Made me, you know, always made... And it still sort of makes me think of her, not the same way. Uh, <laughs> great song. And, you know, look, that's the thing with music. It just, for, for us, all of us, we've got songs that have special meaning. And uh, and that one still does. And... Uh, yeah, so I've got that one as my as my favourite Mariah song of all time. Probably not one of her most well-known tracks for sure, but still a banger, still number one. But uh, certainly as the years have gone by, it's gotten lost in the shuffle, but uh, will always hold a little special place in my heart. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, so you, you don't like uh, like Mariah's honey and stuff oh, like that. That's butterfly. In the, oh, yeah, nah. he doesn't like any of this. Wow. Nah, wow. It just, it just, she was such a fun singer like the music was always great and then it just really slowed down and it just hip-hop just didn't seem her jam oh it slowed i don't know down. lee heartbreaker heartbreaker yeah. with jay-z that's a yeah. classic i mean I the mean, honey remix is incredible yeah. see I, and and that's what i think i think and you in, keep in, talking about the music videos honey but music in, video. in north america i know those stuff those, those songs were still like number one hits yeah yeah but for me it just wasn't you know didn't, just wasn't same. didn't hit you right here. It, it didn't. It didn't. I mean, because I had I had uh, Mariah Carey. I had uh, Emotions, Music Box, Fantasy was a great album, uh, and then that was basically it. I think I stopped at ninety five, <laughs> right? Because it was like after that I couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. So have anything. you heard this new uh, album here? The no, I haven't. I haven't. I didn't, no. didn't actually know it was out, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll fire it up. I have a listen to it. See what okay, she's got. Great. Well, yeah. I'm excited for you to check back in <laughs> on the next podcast. Your top five songs from Mariah Carey's The Rarities, her unreleased and rare songs from Lee Ellis. Uh, all right. Thank you. Wait, look, we asked you. That was a great breakdown. I really enjoyed that. Uh, final one here before we wrap this up. Hello, No Dunks. You might not remember me, but I wrote in a few months ago. I am the one who repeatedly told a joke until it died at the Democratic primary in Iowa. Specifically, I kept saying nice after 69 votes were tallied for any candidate, much to the chagrin of my wife and to those around me. Anyways, I just returned from participating in the first day of early voting. Here in Iowa City, they offered drive-through voting. It was an odd feeling casting a ballot in this historic election from the comfort of my car, but it was a smooth and easy process. After I cast my ballot, I said nice. Got me thinking, what is the most important thing you've ever done from the comfort of your car? Very specific question. Let's vote, y'all. Hell yeah, that's from Sean. Who dat Chuck, former Tweet of the Week Army member from Iowa City, Iowa. Sean, awesome. Way to vote. You're right. Everybody go out there and vote um, if you're an American citizen up in this upcoming election. I'll answer first because I actually have sort of a weird one too. I guess similar to this, you know, casting a ballot from your car. 
I bought a house from my car <laughs> because, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic kicking off is when Nora and I were in the process of buying our car and we went, you know, and signed all the documents from our car. Someone came out. Again, this was right at the beginning of it all, so it was a little weird. I don't remember masks being involved, but it was definitely like, here's your documents, sign them in the car, you know, you keep the pen, we don't want the pen back, and stuff like that. So that was weird. That's a pretty instrumental thing to do from uh, the comfort of my own car. Um, in fact, wait, that may have been your car, Trey. <laughs> I think it oh, was. Oh, yeah, this was uh, in between the cruise and the tracks. Yes, it was. I did not have the tracks yet. I was using uh, the Highlander, I, I think. So, uh, well, thank you. Um, I used your vehicle Huge. To, to buy a house. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Uh, do you have an answer for this, Tess? Well, sincerely, uh, bringing home each of my daughters in, in my vehicle, for sure. Um, so in all sincerity, that, but in all hilarity, uh, just, just dropping the hammer every time I put the pedal to the metal, that's the most important thing I've ever done in my car. And you gotta do it every once in a while, you know, just, just <laughs> drop it. Uh, no, I don't have a good answer for this. I absolutely don't. The most important thing I haven't, I haven't. I mean, when I order my McDonald's, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> nothing, McFeast? nothing good. <laughs> Trey, okay, what do you got? Yeah. Well, I actually had a really good car week. Um, last Ooh. Friday, I had a deer run in front of the car, swerved out of the way, no problem. Felt like oh. Lewis Hamilton out there. The reaction time was incredible. Um, you just feel a jolt of energy go through you when you see an animal run in front of your car and you don't hit it, because, man, hitting an animal with your car, Ooh. quite scary. Quite a, scary stuff. Did you say a deer? A deer, yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. Holy moly, okay. Full-size Where? deer ran right in front of me. Oh, out in Serenby, trying to rip uh, some lips, you know. okay. okay. Uh, but then yesterday, speaking of the Highlander, I changed a battery for the first time in my life. Yanked it out, charged it up, got it back in. That thing's running now. It's still got that crazy Ooh. rattle. So if anybody out there is thinking about buying a house, you got a car for it now. You can go anywhere <laughs> with this thing. And yeah, I took it to McDonald's. That was the first place I went as soon as I got that thing fixed. I said, we've been talking about it on the podcast for 20 minutes. It took me another 30 to fix this thing. I need a reward. Let's have a feast. Did you? Oh, did you get the McKirby? What'd you get? <laughs> um, I think I got the McTass. Actually, I ordered oh. uh, the Big Mac meal. <laughs> Wasn't that what your thing was? Mm, yeah. Yeah. The McTass. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. That's some. That's some serious man points right there. I would say. Changing oh, yeah. the, the car battery. Yeah. Battery's a tough one. Yeah, that was the well. That's what I thought too. And then it turns out there's a reason that um, dads have been doing this for since cars <laughs> were invented because it's actually pretty easy. And all you got to do is I'm so I'm so not car savvy that I googled first how to remove a car battery. Did that whole thing. Then I had to go back and Google how to install a car battery. Surely there are websites that have it all on the same Probably. page, so yep. you don't have to look at two different things, but. You just do it opposite ways. Nonetheless, I was like, pretty soon our cars are just going to have batteries. I guess this is still a skill worth having. Mm, it's great stuff. What do you got for this, Lee? Yeah, well, mine is uh, I picked up the electric car uh, about a year ago. I guess it was now. And uh, what I love doing is turning on the air conditioning about five minutes before we're getting into the car. Because uh, ah. then you get in and the car is not a thousand degrees. And so you just feel like Michael Knight. You know, shout out to Knight Rider again. Uh, people could say James Bond, but I prefer to be Michael Knight. Um, and so, you know, with the kids now, it's great because in our other car, we've got, a, a you know, a second car that's a, a 2010 bomb. You get into that and it's like 8,000 degrees. Now, we're, when we're in the Nissan Leaf, 
you just turn on that climate control so when you get in the car the kids are already happy to go in there because it's nice and cool and air conditioned so uh and you don't awesome. feel guilty obviously jd can't get upset with you because it's well, an electric it's, car yeah. what do you mean sure i can oh okay it's a, it's <laughs> a coal burning vehicle man mm, yeah sure yeah but the thing is as well you can also just you, like it's very hard to steal a leaf a because you need the key nearby and B, because you can track it as well on your phone. You know exactly where your car is at all times. So if someone does try to steal it, and that battery is, it, it's fine for the little just getting around town, but you can only drive so far anyway before the battery runs out. So uh, Chase them down. Also, who would want to leave? <laughs> hey, the leaf, the no leaf one's is ever great. stolen one. <laughs> Sounds like JD's going to get a picture of Lee peeing on a Nissan Leaf logo tattooed on his body. <laughs> Hey, the leaf. The leaf technology is uh, is pretty far advanced. They're, they're a pretty good car, and uh, it goes yeah. five miles. Awesome. <laughs> five good miles. Technology. Give yeah, I mean, look at look. The battery life is the big thing holding back electric vehicles right now. They need to get those babies up to be able to drive like five hundred miles on one battery life. Uh, you, get, you get you got pretty good miles. What, what do what do you get? On well, it's thing? about a hundred and five miles per battery. But of course, Ugh. you don't want to be running to like a hundred and five. Yeah. yeah. My, you, you, I, so I sort of say it's about an 80 miles before you need to recharge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it, it feels awesome when you're like, all right, I know we're leaving soon. Boom, turning on the air conditioning. It's, well, you're it's, cutting into your mileage if you've got the AC running before you get into yeah, the car. Not that much, though. It doesn't suck too much. It depends on how high you have up the fan as well, like, which I don't have that fan just pumping full ball. I have it, like, mm. you know, low. So it just slowly... Don't you, uh, hold on. Don't you have a garage? <laughs> Why is yeah. your car like smoking hot? It's well, I'm saying when sun. you like now, you know, it's still hot here in Atlanta. Anytime you go out, like yesterday, we went out for a drive. We we're out of the car for like 10 minutes, came back, and it's hot oh, okay. and stuff. I got gotcha. you. But uh, I also like to drive around just to leave the car there and then turn on the air conditioning so I can go back into it. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your organic bananas from your exactly. electric car. Exactly. Your electric car. All right. Great stuff. Let's call it. JD, do you have an answer for this or, or no? Uh, no. No. I okay. avoid my car like the plague. Uh, I try not to do anything, let alone anything important in it. But, uh, you know, you bought a house and that's that's great. That's, uh, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures and all that. But uh, yeah, everybody get out of your cars, people. Just, you know, don't be in your cars. Don't eat. How's don't the- drink. How's the uh, skateboarding going? Longboarding. Great. That's why I was uh, uh, yesterday. I was. Uh, we found a new hill. It's a little bit. It's a little steep. It's a little scary. But there were two cars in the parking lot that this hill fed into. That just sitting there idling away. It's beautiful Ooh. weather. It's like twenty-two degrees Celsius yeah, out there. It's gorgeous. Just roll down your windows, people. No bugs. No nothing. Just well, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's why I got doing? fired up there, Lee. Sorry. Sorry to take it out on you when you're electric car. <laughs> well, you used to be an electric carman too, Jay. I know, so. I know. Had to get no, it up. No, he just rides his longboard everywhere. That's right. I got a longboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was funny. I was thinking about you, JD, because I bought a bike recently to go out biking with my kids. Uh, I wanted to buy a BMX. You know, I thought, mm. why not? Why not? JD's riding a skateboard. I'm allowed to ride a BMX you're bike. And go totally. out with my kid. But, you know. You would, have re- you would have regretted that, trust yeah, me. Yeah, In yeah. In Atlanta? Could... My God, you would yeah. have regretted that going up hills. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I got a mountain bike in the end, but, you know, I was like, maybe I can get a BMX. Why not? What'd you spend on that mountain bike? Uh, it was secondhand, so 180 oh. bucks. Oh, right, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man. Good oh, man. yeah, because if you want to buy one, it's like 700 bucks for like a, a standard, decent one. You can get them a little bit cheaper, yeah. but, you know. Brand new. You don't need to. There's so the 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 secondhand bike industry is uh, enormous in this city. So 
you yeah. can get one pretty pretty cheap. It was a lot bigger in Toronto, I'll tell you that. Where I was convinced you'd buy a bike and then they would just steal it from you and then oh, you'd yeah. buy it again. Resell it to you, yeah. 100%. That's oh, crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Are we still right. doing a show? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. We're just talking. We're just hanging out. Talking about bikes. What's better than this? Guys being guys. Wait, dudes being dudes? I can't even remember anymore. Guys, keep bikes your emails bikes. and your comments coming. For the next Beach Steppin podcast, uh, just because the NBA Finals are wrapping up soon doesn't mean Beach Steppin's really going anywhere. Email them in, nodunks at theathletic.com, or you can tweet them in at nodunksinc. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to The Athletic right now for a dollar a month. That deal is still on. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks to take advantage of that incredible offer. And finally, I'll uh, throw it in here at the end of Beach Steppin. If you listen to No Dunks on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, Leave your boys a five-star rating and review. Helps in terms of rankings, and we always have a little fun with it at the start of every month. So get your five-star ratings and reviews in, and thank you to everybody that already has. A little drama in the five-star Friday world. Apparently, there's a fake real deal Neil out there. What? Tune back in in November to hear the rest of this story. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Clipper bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, oh, it's just a sweet, sweet fantasy baby. I'm in heaven with my boyfriend, my laughing boyfriend. Uh, there's no beginning and there's no end. Feels like I'm dreaming, <laughs> but I'm not sleeping. Such a sweet, sweet fantasy baby. Embrace the day, people.